Hi, Sandy Mackey here. Yeah, Curtis. Coming to you with a podcast from On Location. You know, we, we normally are sitting in our office somewhere doing this, and what a perfect place. We're, we're out on the job site, great customer, great atmosphere, pool projects going on behind us. And it's just a good time, and it's a m nice, mellow place, and interesting. Try this and see how it goes on site. Absolutely. So it's been a little while. It I know we talked about it. It's been a little while since we've done a podcast. And I guess a question for you would be, as we see things change in our life so much in our company, and I, was, I met with a new client last night, and I was just kind of telling the story, because I think the story is relevant as to what's gone on with our lives and, and why we find ourselves in this place now. How are you feeling about what's happening? How are you uh, vision, visioning and, and envisioning the future? Have you felt any different or thought any different or anything anything changed since the last time that we would have talked marketing, talked our business, talked all of that? Because I know it's always evolving and changing for me as well, but I'm just curious if there's any specific thoughts that you could share with people around kind of what's happened in our lives. So I actually want to back up that question that you just asked a little further because I know a conversation we had this past week where you were kind of hanging out at a social gathering and we're finding it interestingly not super easy to talk about what it is we do and the magnitude of things. And I remember when you told me about that, I was thinking I'm actually at a really nice place about trying to put into words what it is that we do. And I think a couple of the reasons why are because we have the book coming out our certain way. We've got the articles that we do in Aqua Magazine and we've got these videos kind of capturing what it is we do. So I feel right now kind of like I'm existing in this bubble of everything that we're doing and we're working on and it's really flowing for me the explanation of kind of the path that we're on. So I'm finding like the message the message has always been great and it's always kind of been there and we've been shaping it and doing all that kind of stuff and I feel now that it's really kind of coming together creating an even more coherent message encompassing all of the different things that we do because we were talking about projects and then we were talking about our philosophy and we've had all these different divisions for so long on our websites and the web properties that now it feels to me like it's all taking shape and all those pieces when we started media strategy or when we first started this it was like throwing energy at all of these different areas and I feel like that's what we had to do to kind of build up the basis for everything and now I feel like they're all kind of weaving themselves together so I actually feel really good about the messages that we're sharing and how it's coming about and kind of how we're explaining things. I think what you just said there is critical. I, there's there's three different things I want to go back to, but something you just said was when you're starting a media campaign and what we did was we threw our everything everywhere. And that's probably a really good thing that we don't probably don't teach as much as we, as we should. Just because we landed on video, and video works so well for us because we were persistent and consistent and we kept going, we tried a lot of stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. we threw we threw everything we had at all of all of the social media world and everything. And that's probably a really good point for someone who's embarking on a new media campaign, a new way of, of creating attention. We are going to say, 
well, it's got to be video because we know that worked for us. Mm -hmm. But probably a better thing to say would be throw everything at everything as much as you can and, and as lousy as it can be. If, it, if it's lousy, it's lousy. It doesn't matter because eventually something will show itself. And I know for us, we, we threw everything at everything. And we landed on this because it made sense. It was well, logically, it made sense anyway, but it, we didn't not do other stuff. Each part is developing too, and it's supporting the other parts. So we've always blogged in written form, and we've done a lot of video, and we know that you especially shine on video. We also have done articles, and we've done kind of our certain way behind the scenes, and no one piece is exclusively the reason why we're mm -hmm. finding this success that we are, but it's now a matter of everything is kind of coming together. And I think throughout the whole process, we've had our why kind of at the core of it. Okay. And as long as everything has been able to support that why, then it makes sense. Even if something wasn't directly related, it was tied together by the common why. Well, we, we know because the why is so strong for us, why do we do this, that we can, we can do anything and justify it in the name of the why, which is true. Because as long as you can relate it in any way to why you're doing what you do, then it makes sense to do. And from that perspective, I think it's I think it's really important to just do it. And what what happened for me was video helped me craft my message better, because you would continually ask me questions and ask me questions and ask me questions, and, and many many times it was the same question just phrased differently, and I had to be able to get my story right, which leads to what you were talking about me at a at a function recently. This was a family function, but extended family. It wasn't like my, my, my kids, the direct family was there, but it wasn't really me. It was the in-laws of a, of a niece and of a, of a nephew's wife and all of that. It was sort of distant. And, and then my nephew, Michael, who worked for me as well for many years, they're in town. His dad, Mike, took him to see one of our projects that we were just finishing and then when I saw Michael, the the son, he was saying, oh, I see things, you're doing things really cool and different and all of that. And he must have said that same thing to his brother-in-laws and who all these other people were. And I had a really difficult time when they would ask me questions. They would say, so I hear you're doing things, you know, kind of interesting. And, and I just didn't even want to answer. I just didn't even want to respond because it was automatically, I was put in this box of what a swimming pool is. Oh, you build pools. And automatically it's, and I've met these people before, so they know I've been in the pool business. But th this particular case was just really uncomfortable because it was difficult to say, well, yeah, we build pools. However, there, it's more than that. It's not just building a pool, which in everyone's mind, when they say you say build a pool, they go to every pool that they've been to, or the pool that they swam in as a kid, or the last one they saw, and that's the assumption of what they do. And instead of trying to go, well, yeah, I do that, however, it's a little different, I just said, yeah, that's what I do, I build swimming pools. And it was just so much easier than to try to describe. One of the guys asked me, so... I, he said, oh, so how's it going this summer? And I'm like, man, it's fantastic. You know, I couldn't ask for more. It's just amazing. Well, what do you attribute that to? Which was an interesting question, but in the wrong context of who to describe the answer to. I would like to describe the answer to you or someone that understands our way. But for him to say that 
what would your response be to someone who just casually sort of knows that that you're in the pool business and they ask so how's your season going and you go man it's just awesome things are fantastic and that person says what do you attribute it to and then you go well it's our marketing it's our client base it's the type of project we choose to do I mean all of those are legitimate answers but none of them really are the right answer they all it's all the right answer but none and again it's not like I had a three-hour dissertation that I could explain what we do but in that in that 30-second interaction that moment I found it really weird that I couldn't put into words in a simple form and express what I really feel about it to someone who matters but doesn't really but you know it's still it's important to have a have a good answer and it was okay. really difficult so pretend that person was a fifth grader what would you have said if it had been a fifth grader asking that question because i'm it's a of, miracle I, and exactly i'm kind, kind of, of hearing the mm -hmm. frustration with trying to figure out how to use words because of the magnitude of what we do energetically it's so great you kind of have yeah. to decipher yes, it down to it was different though kind of like a I, I know what you simple I, I know what you mean in terms of of that but there was this other part of me that didn't want to answer it so it's not like I couldn't I just couldn't answer it but I didn't want to because it was like describing something you know trying to speak like to an alien something ordinary yeah and it was it was trying to Spoil this this feeling and emotion that I express through what I do. So if you have to make it ordinary, then you'd rather not explain it. I'd, I'd rather they either witness it or know nothing about it. Yeah. And I think that was that was kind of an aha moment for me that we love this. We get into it, and I try to explain to people, oh, it's all family, and you know, it, w it was really cool because I was there. My girls were late because they'd been working. They came straight from the job, and they rolled into the party. And one of them's got her work boots on and work shirt. The other one had changed because she'd been swimming, working inside a pool, so she had cleaned her clothes on. And they were tan from head to toe, and they were beaming because they're they're full of vitamin C and they're full of you know vitamin A or C or whatever it is from the sun. And they and they D. They're, D there we go. So they're they're obviously full of vitamin D, and they just were radiant. They looked very different from everyone else, and not like physically not like like proportionately and that's not what I'm not, I'm not talking about physical beauty more so it was this aura part and and I didn't tell you that but it it was it was to me relating to what we do the culture of who we are that it was coming through them and there was this noticeable difference of them several people even said it everything said it about them and and here's you know they're dressed in work clothes they're they're used to dad working and they are working and they don't they've lost some of shed some of that social part of having to be a certain way but they were radiating this this thing that they're growing to love and someone said i can't even remember who maybe it was my brother-in-law mike or someone had said something that you know, when Katie talks about what she does, she beams. And and she's she's not one that I would have expected to, that, nor do I know if she'll stay around or not, but she's here now, and she's in it, and she's loving it. But that showed. And, and when they walked through the gate, there they are. That's, the, that's how I would like to describe the company. Because how they were, their being was expressing what they do. And for me to try to put into words for someone else going, well, what do you attribute it to? And it's 
well, you know, we have amazing customers with great marketing and we really know who we, who we want to work with and we only do the things that we really love to do. And we, I could have gone on and on and on and he would have sat there and looked at me like, you know, I had four eyes. And so it was well, just kind of a... what about it? Simplest form. We have a certain way we and just things do awesome work stuff. out that way. Well, that's one hand. Now, the other hand is, which you don't know can't hurt you until you experience it and then you'll understand. Because that's another part of it, and I think that's what, what happened with Michael when he had seen it then, is then he understood. Much like when one of our customers went to another one of our customers' pools just, was that yesterday? Mm -hmm. and, and And Wendy said, it's way better in person. You know, because you feel the essence of it in person. And, and we try to capture it with video, and we hover the drone over the top of it, and we all of that... And pictures can only speak so much, and, and there's that, and I think this is part of the secret sauce that we don't talk enough about, but I think it's that because of the love that we put into what we do each and every day, no matter how miserable some of the stuff is sometimes and how, how hard and tired and whatever, the love that's kind of put into the essence of the materials makes it feel that way. That's exactly what my cousin from Maine had said as well. Having watched kind of images and things on Facebook, she had said too, it was so great to see it in person and feel it. And I think that's, you can see from a picture, mm -hmm. you can get a sense from a video, but you don't feel, you don't feel it, it until you're mm -hmm. there in person. And that's, uh, again, that's part of that immersion is being mm -hmm. a part of it. And we do really well, you do really well at capturing projects in picture form and video form and for a snapshot picture on the wall it's really cool you're right but it doesn't take you on the journey mm -hmm. it doesn't take you through that experience whatever it is that that the artist and the artist being the company all of the individual pieces each person putting their little love into the thing that they're doing and finding a way to create something interesting brings about this whole nother sense of, of what we do. I think it's really hard for people in general, and maybe artists have a slightly easier time at it, but explaining feelings. Because if we have, you know, the tools available to us, we have photo, we have video, we have feeling it in person, so short of someone being there, it's getting other people to describe it mm -hmm. in feelings. And you're really good at describing things in feelings, but we need more perspectives to kind of bring that to light. So I'm, I'm kind of, my mind's kind of racing with the marketing potential of marketing feelings, but developing a whole other way to do it. Kind of that encompasses more than the just one dimensional mm -hmm. or two dimensional, you know, photos are one dimensional, videos two dimensional. We kind of need to bring in that third dimension mm -hmm. of feeling into everything we do, which also, just a side note about organic marketing. We've always had the organic marketing tic-tac-toe board, and I know we've talked about it in our podcast, which is a way to kind of examine your marketing. And I think as we've always talked about that developing, you know, you start with this kind of surface dimension, and then you go a level deeper. And I think when you get to the core of it, in the middle there is the marketing of feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And marketing's not the right word. It's probably the storytelling the, the or the yep. immersion. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. immersion and the mm -hmm. feelings. Mm -hmm. And that... You know, we can look at um, the Tao or what Wayne Dyer talks about or Eckhart Tolle even. And when you try to explain something with words, it diminishes. Mm -hmm. And it's because that sensory, I mean, we say feelings, 
but feelings are really a representation of all of the sensory inputs coming in together. The sight, the sound, the smell, the touch. We should come up with a word and, for And we try to label those. We try to label those as well. And, and by labeling those feelings, we've also diminished them. Yeah. So we can say words and that diminishes what it is, but then the feeling that we're trying to portray is also diminished because then I say, oh, it makes me feel happy. It's not really happy. Happy is a piece of it, or makes me feel peaceful or anxious. Or Exactly. So it really doesn't describe what you're saying, that, that all sensory input mm -hmm. from everywhere, because all those inputs happening cannot be boiled down to a word no. or two words or a sentence. It's, it's an immersion. It's an experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the organic marketing, as, as you dig deeper into it, it's more about learning what the story is and why the story exists and, and developing it in such a way that you, you drop into those emotions and you, and you immerse and you become immer immersed in, but you also take a customer on a journey. No matter what it is you're selling, no matter what you're doing, you take them on that journey of immersion. And how could we frame that immersion experience? And it's part of that, it's, it's certainly part of our certain way, is bringing people into the fold and, and immersing them into our lives and our what we do and having them experience all of us, not just the one dimension or two dimensions of us. We certainly try to show people all, and they can take all or as little as they want. And some people choose to take all of the immersion, which that's where the lasting relationships come from. And some people see the one dimensional part of what they think we do and therefore they like that. Although most of our customers today take a deeper immersion than just a little sliver slice of having us do something for them. But what is that? You know, I think the customers who, like you said, we build the lasting relationships with, they're the ones that are willing to immerse themselves in this. And I think that's where the magic happens. And mm -hmm. we've talked about the number of Al Curtis originals that you have left in you and the legendary escapes. And we've kind of redefined that a little bit because you had so many left and so it was almost like okay every pool from here till you stop building had to be one of those but then we also coined the mini legendary escape which I think the people who get the full-fledged legendary escape those are the ones who are willing to immerse themselves mm -hmm. in the experience and they'll get you know one of the limited edition pools that mm -hmm. are assigned the number in your portfolio and then the mini legendary escapes I can see are kind of just a step kind of before that before people are willing to do the whole immersion because mm -hmm. people in their lives are at different levels Places. of awareness mm -hmm. different levels of the enjoyment of life different levels of just kind of where people find themselves and there's nothing you know wrong, right, wrong. or there's right. there's no mm -hmm. better place but you know, there's there's probably a happy little place with the mm -hmm. mini legendary escape mm -hmm. experience where it's not as kind of all-encompassing sensory. Well, I think there's the, the full immersion. I think takes us all on on this journey together, of growing, changing, evolving, being, and and learning about each other, and learning about other people's ways, and them learning about our ways, and that would be exhausting mm -hmm. to take every person we ever met on that journey. Mm -hmm. But the ones that take that full immersion are certainly the ones that we're going to build those lasting, those lasting relationships with. And yet, 
there is a huge segment, and I know it's been we've talked about that many times. It's being an under, under. I don't mean what the term is. Uh, not being taken care of. What would that term be? Underserved. Uh, underserved group out there. A huge group of people that want. They want their foot wet like in the immersion. Like a mini immersion. Yeah, they, they want their foot wet in the immersion, and they want to put their feet in the water, but they're not really sure that they want to go down the rabbit hole all the way. And it's been, it's been easy, but not over the last several years to just say no to them. Just go, well, then that's not for us. And yet I do think that we're doing us a disservice, the industry a disservice, and them a disservice by not somehow helping them fulfill that. And I know we can't help everyone fulfill that, but I do think that's why this mini legendary escape thing is really intriguing, in that they're, they can get a, a sense of it, but they don't have to take that full ride. And, and I'm not sure how that will go, but I do know that, that it, it's, it's certainly something that continues to present itself to us, that I don't know how many times we have to be knocked in the head with it before we recognize that this is stumping us for a reason. Well, the pieces you know, have to come together. They, they certainly do. So but, they're but kind I of think working their way to it. They are, and, and we could continue to try to ignore it, but when something continues to come back and come back and come back and knock, Eventually, I, I think the smart thing is to open the door, and that's kind of what we're doing now. Don't know what that looks like fully yet, but I do think that, that the time is probably right. Mm -hmm. Speechless. On that note. On that note. Stay tuned. I guess that's the end. Must be.